We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja. Welcome. It's so great having you all here today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to my website, marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com or contact me on Facebook at Residence Repatterning with Marja. My guest today is Bubba Dumbass. We've had several conversations on this show and several, I'd say three or four uh, radio shows, past radio shows, that we were talking about how important your story was and, and what would who would you be without your story. And then one day in conversation with Bubba, he said that a, a shaman had told him, change your story, change your life. So we're going to explore some of the concepts around just how important it is to change your story and just how you can change your life. So, Bubba, would you like to, t- to tell us a little bit more about that shaman who told you that and what she, in what context? Um, yeah, but let me do a little energy shift around here, if that's okay, for everybody oh, to play. That is more than fine. Go for it, Bubba. Please allow the energy that we be to coexist and commingle with all other energies in a flow. <sighs> Please allow the highest vibrating beings to dictate that flow. (sighs) Thank you. Please allow the words that come from me be the perfect words for every interaction. (sighs) And allow those words to be in the perfect vibration, frequency, and tone for all living things to understand. (sighs) Thank you. We've all heard the phrase. How many have not? And then there was the Word. And everything was created from the Word. Every word you speak is your vibrational anchor of your individuality in this. It is your tone. It is your trifecta. First you think it, then you feel it, then you speak it, and your body will experience it in this incarnation. That's exactly the way the medicine man told me when he was showing me how to heal myself on a mountaintop. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I like that. (laughs) Yes. He said the words you speak, the things you claim, that's what you'll experience in your main frame. Well, I'm not a computer, but I am. I'm a biological one. I'm 70 to 75% water if I'm hydrated right. And I got a bunch of dirt in me. It goes back to the same thing. Your words with emotion (laughs) create the life you're living. So when you claim illness or you claim wealth, that's what you're experiencing. When you complain, you vibrate in that way and attract that. So when I'm dragging my leg up this mountain... And I bitched about it. The medicine man would stop in his tracks every time and he'd look back and he says, keep claiming that thing and that leg is going to fall off before we get to the top. (laughs) Well, in my world, just playing with him because I could watch the things that his words would create. Mm -hmm. I didn't want my leg to fall off. I was there to heal. Right. I thought maybe he put me under some magic spell and we had another two or 3,000 feet to go. I wasn't going to drop my leg off in that. (laughs) No, I wouldn't want to do that either. But it is so important about our words. I loved what he said because I listen to people all the time, myself included, uh, when I claim something. And with me, at least, I can stop and go, is that really what I want to show up in my life? Is that really the way I view things? I made it a habit that that if I'm sitting down and I'm in the space to create and bring a change or bring something in, um, 
I ask myself with a thought. I don't speak it. I ask myself with thoughts. Where will this lead me in six months? Mm. How about one year? Right. And if it sinks down in my gut at six months, I ain't even asking about a year. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I agree. In fact, I like that because I, I've heard uh, ask how, how would your life feel in five years on that. But I like it more in the six months because it lets you know more current time what you're working with. Well, I'm like this. Everything is vibration. I see it this way. Uh, right. I've asked for this. Everything that I'm experiencing, I ask for with my lips. All mm-hmm. the way down to the energy set in, I set in, I ask for with my lips. Your mm-hmm. words are your creation point. Mm-hmm. Says so yes. in every language, in every religious text, in the hieroglyphs, in the Sumerian Book of the Dead, blah, 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 blah. Everyone is creating this with their lips. The more they complain, the more it amplifies. The more you do this, the more it amplifies. And it all starts as a thought. And my first question is, is this mine? Oh, that's one of my favorite questions. Is this mine? Because so often they really aren't. I don't know that any thought that I ever had was an original thought of mine. I think I was vibrating in the proper space, and it was interjected in. And from the way I see the energy leaving the trees and all of this, I'm almost quite certain they're not mine. Yes. Oh, yeah, and and I'm the same way. In fact, there's been times in my life that I've actually known right off the bat they weren't mine before I even learned this. It would be like it was so not the way that I think that it would be like, where am I picking this up from? Uh, But uh, I didn't realize until probably about five or six years ago how important is this mine is, that question. Because we pick up way more than we think uh, from vibration, where we're playing, also from the people that are around us, and our programming. Did you know that you can look someone in the eyes for 30 seconds, and depending on where you emotionally are, attach to them and change consciousness? You'll take on some of them, and they'll take on some of you. Mm-hmm. If you look them directly in the eyes. Oh, that's really interesting, because I've always uh, had a sense that the eyes were really, really important. In fact, what attracts me to a lot of people to want to get to know them is, are their eyes, male or female, as far as there's something in their eyes that I just focus on. And maybe it's kind of that innate knowingness of what looking in the eyes do. So. That's why y'all like looking in my eyes. You watch the colors change. <laughs> I've been told my colors change, too. <laughs> Mine around seven to nine different shades. Uh-huh. But they say when I'm out of my mind and I'm in an angry place, they turn gunmetal gray. Oh, my heavens. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd want to see you in an angry place. (laughs) I don't like to be around people when I'm in an angry place, and I don't Uh go around people when I'm in an angry place. When I get upset, when I get frustrated, I'm in this little building right here, and it's being hugged by a tree, but I'll even get better than that. I'll go put my ass on the ground and lean against that tree Mm because I know that we'll take that and leave me pleasant. Mm -hmm. And the tree loves doing that. It thinks it's a hoot to take that out of me and throw it into the earth. Mm-hmm. It's the fastest way I know to shift anything other than bliss. Mm-hmm. Yes. That or set tub full of water saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and, and understanding. That's the only way you're going to shift. Yes. Over the decades, less and less do I even get frustrated or angry. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's what I find, too, because most of the time I I don't even get to that point. The more that I work with energy, the more that I work with all sorts of stuff, and the more that I say thank you, actually, uh, the less I have to get angry about. 
the two most powerful words I know. Yes. Thank you. Oh, they thank are because they change change the water. They change your life when you can say thank you. It changes change a lot change of things. Life. Walk around saying thank you all the time. You're training your subconscious to be in a more grateful place. You don't have to enjoy what you're doing. Just say thank you for the experience. Right. Because the more you say thank you, the way you change your vibration is every time you say thank you, your body goes higher and higher and higher to the point that sometimes it'll make you plumb uncomfortable just by yes. blurbing thank you all day. Yes, and in fact, for any of our listeners that uh, are kind of skeptical about how powerful thank you is, you should go on the web and look up messages from water and see what happens to water crystals when thank you is said to the water. It's pretty amazing. And that will show you and demonstrate in a physical form, something you can see, how powerful thank you really is. Got a better one than that. What's that? You go get your you go get your favorite drinking apparatus and you put your water in it and you hold it in your right hand and you take a sip of this and you taste it and you get the flavor of it and then you pull it back out to the end of your arm you focus your eyes on that water and say thank you water and give it a second or two and then taste it oh yes the taste test is a really cool way to do that I've I've done that before. In fact, I've suggested that people do that. Thank you is just a really powerful way to start changing your story, too. Because when you're saying thank you, you're not caught up in what's wrong in your life. There's nothing wrong in your life. Right. Right now where you're sitting, there is absolutely nothing wrong in your life. Outside of you, if you're focusing on the entire world, everything is wrong with your life because you can't change that world and you're focusing on something you can't change. But that's an oxymoron because with your words, you can change your perception of it. Yes. And then you don't get emotionally caught up in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then that's one of the important things, too, is not to get, to try and take yourself out and be an observer as much as you can, is what I found. Because if I can deal with um, life from being an observer instead of uh, always caught up in the emotion. For example, yesterday, I, uh, I had a water heater just uh, fell out of the blue and flooded everything. And in that moment... Uh, I could have chosen to let that ruin my whole day, but instead I started asking questions and I ended up getting it fixed by and, and meeting some really nice people and that were very helpful. And I, it was actually a great day and I was telling everybody thank you the whole time. And was it a, when I saw the water heater, I could have chosen something different. But instead I chose to be... Thank, thankful for it. Us take every experience personal because we're right. experiencing it. But it's not personal, it's life. There's always a lesson in it. And the lesson always is what's the reaction to it? Right. Most people buy off the handle and start spewing all kinds of crap, and it amplifies their emotion to something that is simple and requires a small task but they'll blow it out of proportion emotionally to where some of them just physically shut down in it Mm -hmm. that's how strong your thoughts and emotions are but when you add your words you create the trifecta the creation point everything's created in threes Everything, thought, emotion, words, you're Mm -hmm. creating it by speaking about it. Yes. And that was the thing. Like when I first saw the water heater yesterday, my first reaction was not, oh boy, this is going to be fun. (laughs) My first reaction in my thoughts was, uh, was not very positive. 
But then I started asking different questions, like what else is possible in this? I know that's another favorite question of yours. And it was... uh, From where I sit, when you just ask that question explaining it, I watch the quantum world stop vibrating, and then it starts again. From that one question. Yes, and that is such a great question. And as far as the experience yesterday, what it really led to was I got somebody here so fast, it was unbelievable. And it was taken care of before I could. I, there was, if I had not asked that question, it could have been an all day thing and it, into the evening to even get somebody to come here. But by asking that question, stepping back and moving forward with everything, it the synchronicity of what fell in place. That's a lot of what happens when you ask questions like that is the synchronicity lines up for you. Me and the boys were talking yesterday. I said, man, what else is possible in this? We need a mechanic to show up some way. And uh-huh. I, I swear to you, they said, yeah, we do. I swear to you, it wasn't five minutes. My text message just started blowing up, just uh-huh. blowing up. And it was a friend of mine from Washington that's a mechanic. He was going to come down and visit, but he got tied up, and he couldn't. But he texted me his lifelong friend that he says is a better mechanic than him that lives locally, and he'll come out and play with us. So tomorrow he's supposed to come out and play with us. Great. Yeah. (laughs) When when you ask that question, instead of getting caught into the story or like – I actually heard other people's voices in my head, so to speak, as far as their comments when they would see something like a a water heater blown up, like, well, this always happens because. And I just refused to to speak them, and I asked what else is possible in this. And I also knew they weren't my thoughts. I knew that's how other people reacted to things. So it was pretty incredible uh, what you can do, just like your example of even better mechanics showing up tomorrow because you asked about that however right now we're coming up on break so we'll see you on the other side of two minutes become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america In the new book, The Lightness of Choosing You, international best-selling authors write about the journey to knowing self, trusting oneself, and making choices that alter reality as we know it. What happens when you choose fresh starting today? Marja has been featured as one of the contributors. She invites you to visit MarjaRR.com for a link to obtain your own copy of The Lightness of Choosing You. The book is also available through Amazon and other online bookstores and retailers. Pick up your copy and make new choices in alignment with you. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. If you're lost in the dating world and need GPS, if you're stuck in dating hell and can't get out, if you're in need of a dating intervention, then Done Being Single with host Trevor and Robbie Sharp is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, learn how to navigate single life and find the one. Tune in to Done Being Single Saturdays, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. Before we went to break from the last segment, we were uh, discussing, in a way, uh, the question, what else is possible in this, and how even that that question uh, can help you change your story or what shows up in your life, uh, as well as how important thank you is. Is there any other words that are as powerful as those sorts of, oh, besides, is, uh, is this mine is another great one. Is there any other words in your world, Bubba, that really help people change their story, so to speak? Well, whatever situation they're in, this is the concept is you got to find a different energy to sit in. You've got to look at it from a different way. And knowing that this is just life and we're supposed to be here playing but we're not. We're serious about this, and we're serious about that. And how can you be serious and create? In seriousness, I've found that my imagination goes away. How can mm-hmm. I find a better space if I'm serious? Right. Yeah, imagination doesn't play with serious very well. No, not at all. Well, in the mainframe that we're in, in the time-space continuum we're in, everybody is losing their imagination because it's being spoon-fed by the boob tube. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. And that was the design of it in the first place, was to take your imagination away so that you won't create a better space to be in. You'll be focused on whatever else is in front of you, and your subconscious doesn't know it's the TV playing. It thinks you're sitting in a room full of loved ones. Mm-hmm. So yes. what are you creating just from having that playing? Oh, exactly. In fact, that's one of the things that even now, I don't even have TV. And where I grew up, it was really hard to get a signal in for TV. And now that I look at people and how they are um, addicted to it and how they really don't have the imagination anymore, I'm so grateful that there was issues getting the signal to where I, where I grew up. So well, now that, it's been replaced yeah. with the cell phone. Now they right. don't have to be at home. They're captivated everywhere they go. And this is one of those things like Facebook. I'm leaving Facebook because I won't update my app. They're going to destroy my account because I won't allow them to have facial recognition through my Mm -hmm. app. What do they need that for? This social media. Exactly. And also... What, where is it? I mean, I, I love a lot of the ways that we can get connected now. I love technology for that. But I see so many people that that's all they do. They, they, they're forgetting how to connect with people. They're forgetting. And that's an, you're not going to change your life if every interaction you have, you're staring at your phone and doing something on your phone. Or if you're texting back and forth. Uh, or if you're doing anything else, you're going to... You're not really looking on what can you do to change your life or change your story or or anything. Or you're not even interacting with people that you say you care about. I know several times, there's one time that really uh, stood out for me is walked into a place. There was a large table of maybe family members, whatever. But there was about 12 to 15 people there that were supposed, I mean, they'd gone to a nice place to eat out. Not one of them was talking to each other. They were all staring at their phone like programmed robots. Well, we got a rule when we go out. We don't go out very often, but I get together with some people like me that are crazy and nuts and laugh at everything. <laughs> and yes. we have this rule. Each one of us, when we get there, our phones go in a stack on top of each other. First one to reach for their phone pays the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that because it really helps people to know. And it's also, why do you need them every step of the way? Because you're taking the play out. You're taking the interaction out of of being with other people. And you're also, it's when you talk to other people that they can spur on your imagination and work with you. I love the conversations like I have with you and other people in my life because I'll come away with new thoughts and ideas and things to play with 
the, uh, things to, with, to work with. Right now, I'm playing with young men that were, uh, they weren't raised the way I was raised. I was raised in a river bottom. My closest neighbor was eight miles. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they weren't raised the way I was raised. They were raised in the inner cities. And not very well, I might add. But they're <laughs> like-hearted boys. They're very like-hearted boys. And mm-hmm. because of that, they're going to play in my world. And I'm going to teach them what I know, but it's like I told them this morning. I know this way. Give me a fresh perspective. I want your ideas, too. We're all in yes. this together. And if we can't co-collaborate, co-collaborate, what the hell good are we doing? We're doing it the way that it's always been, and that's a broken record of misconception. Right. Because I like to say co-create is, is the, my term for it. Because when you can step into that energy with somebody else, it's so much fun to play. That's one of the reasons I love talking to you is we get to play. We get to play with ideas and concepts and different things. And then I get to go out and create something that maybe I wasn't thinking of because you gave me a different perspective. Well, you know, I I may be a fire sign, but I'm earth connected. And everything Mm -hmm. about me is about the earth. Everything Mm -hmm. about me is regenerating this space where I am so that water comes to the surface so that life lives. And I know as long as this life lives and as long as I'm doing what I can to recreate an oxygen manufacturing place, we're going to thrive in this. Because it's not about me. It's about keeping this space healthy and in a world that is twisted i think this is the best play i place i can serve it right and it's not about me in this it's not mm-hmm. i've been a millionaire i've been divorced i've been homeless i've been this i've been that it's all part of the chapters to get me right here to do what i'm doing right now because now is all that counts I can change the past and I can change the future, but from right now, where I sit and the words I speak, the thoughts I think, and where my emotions are. So if you can't control the thoughts that are coming in, like you get a thought that's out of, I don't want this thought, thank you. Uh That's your words creating a better space for you to be in. This thought, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Please go away. And you're reprogramming what your body will vibrate at and hold on to. Mm -hmm. Change the words coming out of you to change the things coming to you. That's all it's about. Your words creating you in a new space. Yes, and it's your words that you speak out loud. Too many people get really... um, worried and freaked out because they think negative thoughts but the most important thing is what crosses your lips not what what you're thinking is well i still hold on to this the greatest silent actor that i ever heard of charlie chaplin gave a speech and he says i have just as many troubles as anyone else but my lips don't know it. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that I'm in a the lot. Same, I'm, I'm in the same collective as everyone else. I'm mm-hmm. going through the same thing as everyone else because we're all co-creating this. The only right. difference is, is I ain't taking it personal because it ain't. It's life of co-creation. But I know also that the boob tube is using emotions better than the people that are sitting in front of it. Right. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I, I totally agree. And it it's also takes out all sorts of interaction, just like the phone. You, yeah, you know, when well, people are paying attention to that. It's like, it, it's there's a lot that's... That, with the way that people have reacted to the technology, starting with TV and stuff, that has uh, disconnected people from the enjoyment and pleasure of being around other people and co-creating with them and even playing games with them, whatever it is, like just having fun, do something. And where you're not always in front of a TV or 
having your phone and thinking you need it. What's that? The social construct, the way it is, the way it's designed, and it goes back to the 1300s, the social construct doesn't want you interacting. The social construct doesn't want you communicating because they know where two or more come into agreement, change takes place. The social construct is done this way on purpose with the intention to keep you wallowing in bullshit. Because mm-hmm. they're giving you the story to tell. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that makes a lot of sense as far as when you two or more are creating, you really can create change. You can create change in each other's life. And when you do that, when you raise your vibration and you're creating change and you're in that space and you're playing, you actually invite other peoples to shift their vibrations. That's kind of the cool part about it all, too, is you don't necessarily have to do anything or focus on anybody else but what you're doing and who you're playing with or co-creating with. You just, when you shift your energy, it's an invitation for other people to sometimes unconsciously to shift theirs. And sometimes people will look at you and say, I want what you what you have, so how do I get there? Oh, that's what I hear all the time. What do you have and where did you get it? Right. I said I made a choice and I fell in it. Mm-hmm. Straight up. I mm-hmm. fell in it. Yes. And from there, I learned from several medicine men from several tribes and and reading many books and watching many videos and going to classes and doing this and doing that to learn that I am the masses. I am that. But I also know that my words create because I vibrate higher than most because I interact with the trees and nature. And the trees are my best friend. I go to them several times a day. If I got issues I can't figure out, baby, I'm putting my arms around a tree and let it figure it out. Because Mm -hmm. I know that it's been here longer than me. It's connected to an energy that's stronger than me. And it's here for purity. Mm Mm-hmm. So how can I go wrong by interacting with it? Well, humans and their greedy points and their jealousy and all of that, most of them don't want better for you unless it comes to them first. Yes, for some reason, they think it's going to take away from them if if you get it too. Well, my philosophy for a lot of years, and I learned this from, from Think and Grow Rich, Norman Vincent Peale, so to speak. Mm -hmm. If you want to be wealthy, you grab someone you love and you trust and you promote them like nobody else's business. Mm -hmm. And you take them and their good idea and you run with it. Mm -hmm. And you put them above you in all things except your health and guarantee you, you're going to walk away with wealth. But what are you going to lose? In it, I've lost three families and all kinds of shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is you you have choice at all points, though, too. And you you did say well, choice. I'm just thinking, <clears throat> look at all of these people that are in the top one percent. How many times have they lost what was important to them just to have? a pile of something in the bank that equates to nothing but numbers and a fictitious place to set. Oh, yeah. Because what choice did they have to make to... I mean, if all I got to do is sit around and wonder where this Monopoly stuff's coming from, then how am I going to interact with my horses and my loved ones? How am I going to sit back and enjoy the little things that I am in every day because I'm focused on existing in this place? Oh, yeah, I don't know. More. My, words can, my words can change the way I vibrate, and I can become lucky and find money on the streets. I don't mm-hmm. know that I have a choice to not have to work two jobs, but find a different energy to sit in and have one good one. 
I don't right. know that every complaint that I put out there amplifies and drags more in times a hundred. I don't know this. So how do you get that point across except through social media? And the more you do it through social media, the social constructs as they are don't want the human to know that they have choice in this. Mm-hmm. So from where I sit, it's my duty. It's my duty to show them the words they speak. That's what's keeping them anchored where they are. Everything is about the word. It says so in every text from the beginning of recorded time. Yes. And it's like that's something that so many people have never really paid attention to. But you're absolutely right. I've studied different religions in the world and different texts and everything. And all, all of them do say it comes down to the word in one form or the other. However, it's interesting that that's not what we're taught when we're brought up in some of these religious constructs is that it's kind of ignored. You're taught, you're taught in the womb that Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and Jesus is going to save you. You're lied to before you're even born, and then you come out, and those that are your teachers before you hit the world have lied to you in the womb, and it's a natural construct for you to lie, to speak these words, because it was programmed in you before you were even born, and then they get upset when you do the same things they do, and they tell you, don't do as I do, do as I say do, which now you just come up with the perfect analogy for duality. We're all taught lies and we live them until we're about eight or nine and you discover there ain't no Santa Claus and there ain't no Easter Bunny and there ain't no Tooth Fairy. Why lie to me? Mm -hmm. From the beginning and then tell me to seek truth in it. How does that play out about using your words and be honorable in them? Yes, we're coming up on break. But that is quite an oxymoron. So we will see you all on the other side of two minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. In the new book, The Lightness of Choosing You, international best-selling authors write about the journey to knowing self, trusting oneself, and making choices that alter reality as we know it. What happens when you choose fresh starting today? Marja has been featured as one of the contributors. She invites you to visit MarjaRR.com for a link to obtain your own copy of The Lightness of Choosing You. The book is also available through Amazon and other online bookstores and retailers. Pick up your copy and make new choices in alignment with you. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and today I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. 
To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. During the break, Bubba and I were talking, and he mentioned something that I think is really important. He talked about standing in front of a mirror and saying, I love you to to yourself. And I want you to tell the story that you just told me. Well, this young lady I've been helping along, and I finally got her to play on the phone. And... The biggest thing is she didn't like herself, so she would speak this in a mirror, something about herself all the time about what she didn't like, and her life's going to hell, and she's staying sick, and she's doing this, and she's doing that. And so we finally got her on the phone, and we could play in the energy of her, and we got her in front of a mirror. And you criticize yourself in front of the mirror, something you don't like, you think it, you speak it all the time. But how about you stand in front of that same mirror and let's find something you like about you, some physical attribute that you like. And I I don't know what it started with. I think maybe it was her lips or her neck that she liked. And then we uh, started playing with that. And and, uh, 20 minutes in, we figured out it was the only thing she really didn't like about her was the way she thought about herself. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And that's most of us, because Mm -hmm. of the social construct, we've been told what we're supposed to like and what we're supposed to be like, but is that who you truly are? Exactly. That's what makes you comfortable. Yes. And And it's always being comfortable, and it's about me appreciating the body that I'm in because I'm taught that it's not good enough for me. But it is, you see. It is. And the way I speak to it, it makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Yes. It does all kinds of magical things when you start speaking to it. And yeah, they may think I'm crazy for walking around talking to myself, but I'm changing my vibration, not the world's. Right. But in changing my vibration, I change the world around me and the vibration of it. Mm-hmm. And yes. that amplifies the more that step into my space. Right. And the important part about that is it's not really caring what other people think. I, I talk to myself all the time. I always have out loud. And luckily, I've learned to change it to a lot more positive things. And, yeah, people can think you're nuts. But if you're working on changing your vibration, if you're doing those things, it's just really important. And I've heard about mirror work is what it's been called before in some of the stuff I've studied and how important that is in saying I love you to your body and saying, saying, being thankful for your body, thanking your body for putting up with you, for criticizing it, you know, uh, because the body Here, likes that too. Little, here's your little nugget that'll shift if you're willing to play with some strong stuff that's going to come your way when you do it. Because when you do it, anything that's holding you back is going to come to the surface and you're going to feel that, but you're going to have to release it to have better. Mm -hmm. Look yourself in the eyes in the mirror. Say, thank you. I give you permission to receive all your gifts. Thank you. And you do that until you feel your energy shift. Mm -hmm. Because when you first do that, if you've never done it before, it's going to make you feel like caca and then Mm -hmm. some. But when you feel that energy shift, you're going to start smiling when you know you're going to do it. Because from the programs for generations, it's better to give than receive, and you can only give so much, and then you're mm-hmm. depleted. Yes. And, and I give one you of the permission things... to receive all your gifts. I give you permission to receive every simple little request. 
I give you permission to experience something new and different every day because I'm in control of the way I play. Thank you. Yes. Yes, and uh, from my understanding, it's better to give than receive. It's actually a mistranslation uh, uh, that should have been, it is it's, tis as good to give as it is to receive. Yes, but it was misinterpreted for a reason. Definitely. It was written <laughs> down wrong for a reason. Oh, and most I understand the reason. <laughs> yes. All, most people will never do the research that we've sat down and done. Nobody will sit down and read the seven to ten books a, a week. The, the Sit down and watch the videos and do this research and do that research just because you got to know. Well, right. I don't have to know anymore because all I have to do is ask and it comes to me. The information I seek is delivered. Mm-hmm. Everything that I desire to be informed about, I ask, and yes. it shows up. Oh, yeah. It's I amazing what happens. of me. Exactly. And when you're willing to receive, it is as simple as asking the question, because it will turn up when you want to know something, when you you want, but you have to be willing to receive. And that's where that is really powerful to do that in the mirror, saying thank you, and I give you permission to receive all your gifts to yourself. It opens up your receptors. Well, it opens up more than that. It changes the vibration, and it releases cellular memory. Mm-hmm. which is the deepest level you can release it on, and you're doing it yourself in the privacy of your bathroom. Right. Yes. Because people are private. And, well, some are. Most of them just put it up on social media anyway. But <laughs> Yeah, a lot do. <laughs> they don't understand the energy that's being fed to it. When somebody else reads it, they feed energy to it. When somebody else sees it, they feed energy to it. And it amplifies it because mm-hmm. most of the world is vibrating in fear and frustration. And all that is putting it on social media is more frustration and more fear. So let's amplify it and blow it out of proportion. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and, therefore, and, and, therefore, uh, I made it my duty to post words of inspiration for the construct. And social media doesn't appreciate the human having the knowledge in simplicity to create a better world in it. So therefore, the construct that they are and the construct that I am are colliding. Mm-hmm. And I don't need social media. Yes. Well, it who really, it. who really does need social media in a sense? You know. Well, there's plethora of ideas. There's different yes. perspectives. There's different perceptions. It shifted mine quite a bit. Oh yeah, and I'm grateful I mean, for I, that. I've liked it uh, to a point, but I'm also not one that p- puts my whole life up on social media. Well, the words that I speak, the words that I write, that is my life. That's where Uh I live. That's where I sit. Because only by example can I show this. So I walk my talk every day that I exist, and I share it with others because it brings me bliss. Yes. And that's what I like to do, too, is I like to share what's important to me. Uh, on that and what's important to me is things that get people to maybe an invitation to get them to shift their vibration to something more to something higher and it's all they got to know and they got to be taught there's a choice right Right. they can't see one they've never been taught there's a choice oh heavens no they always have taught there's commitment but there's no choice which is interesting. Okay, before we finish this thing, I want to do something that we all can benefit from, and it will carry on in the recordings, and they'll benefit from it also. Is that okay? Okay, go right ahead, because we are going to be coming up on time soon, so go ahead. To 
today, in this moment, no matter when this moment is, when it's right now or when this is played in the future, it still exists. This moment we sit in right now, the power of it all is frightening to some, but to us, it's just another vehicle to help shift consciousness. I hope in this moment that each of you find one segment, one nugget that will bring you sublime. It will open your eyes to a different way to see, and it will open your heart to a different way to be. And all you have to do is sit and listen to this to find a little bliss because the energy's there. It's all for you to make a choice to sit in it. <sighs> Thank you for letting me play in your world too. Yes. I <laughs> love that. And it, it really is. I, I love how choice keeps coming up here because as if it's one thing, the only thing one of you or several of you take away from listening to this is that you have choice. Start thinking of the choices that you have. Choose for what would you choose for the next little while? And is what you're going to choose right now going to benefit you in six months? Or how is it going to feel in six months if you make that choice now? That also can kind of help you make choices to know that you can make a choice, but you can also change it. I think that's part of the reason we're not really taught about it because choice implies that we can actually change it. We can do something different or make a new choice where we get told that, no, you made the decision or you made the commitment and now you're supposed to stick with it. Whose choice is that? Is that your choice or is it somebody else's choice for you? And that's just something to explore. If you learn one thing from this today... There is a choice, and I hope the choice you take away from this is to ask one question in every situation. What else is possible in this? Because there this is such a broaded term that this applies to anything that exists. Yes. Yes, it is. And unfortunately, we're coming up on the end of the show. But remember that what else is possible in this? And thank you all for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being today. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.